Yo, Mikey, look at this shit, man. Shit is wild. These are fucking, these are the cuts um, that happened when Thursday? Mm. Thursday or Wednesday. I was thinking it was Wednesday. Um, November 4th. It's been the talk of the town. Yeah. So we're at two Thursday. But it's Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, Jesse Kamea, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Onay Lorcan, Trey Baxter, Zeta Ramirez, Scarlett, B-Fab, Grand Metalik, Lince Dorado, Karrion Cross, Harry Smith, Nia Jax, Eva no. Marie, Keith Lee, and Mia Yim. This shit is wild. All, they're all released due to budget cuts. Now, of course, now that it's been a few days, there's been, you know, other reasons we found out why um, they've been released. Some some of them, anyway. Um, we found some of them were were released because uh, they didn't want to get COVID shots. Um, but Naya put out this statement, um, you know, because she was a part of that rumor. Um, and let me see if I can read it. It's a little smaller. Let's see. Uh, so Naya said, I usually keep my personal life private, but yesterday's reports leave me with no option but to clarify matters. I recently took a short leave of absence from WWE for a mental health break. I've been working through so much, more than I can share. And I and so I took some time with the full support of the company to take care of myself. Earlier this week, after WWE sent me my schedule to return to the ring for November 15th show, I asked for an extension to my mental health break, feeling that I needed more time and hoping I would have the ongoing support of the company I've given my all to for the past seven years. I did not receive a response. The next I heard, I was being released. My vaccination status was never mentioned. I wasn't given any choices or options. It breaks my heart to be so abruptly let go without consultation when dealing with so much privately. I love my career at WWE. I love the men and women I work with and I am going to need time to process this huge loss. I appreciate those people who have shown understanding and compassion during an incredibly difficult time. So on that note, while we talk about it, I'm Ivy. Who are you, sir? And That's sir? Good. I'm here, Classic. Yeah, I'm here, the Muffin Man. Who lives in Derry Lane? I had to, I had to. It's going to keep happening for a while. That's fine. So we don't care. <laughs> I really do. You know how often I've heard that that I'm already used to it, so it's it's in the routine yeah, already. <laughs> so we still don't know what to name this podcast, but we still talk in wrestling. Um, so I'm not gonna lie. Um, it was the one time I cursed out at work in front of a whole bunch of kids, and thank God it was all the boys. Because the moment I showed them this, they were wilding out in the cafeteria. Because they weren't with these cuts either. At least for Naya. Because it's fucking wild. Naya and Ember Moon. Even though Ember Moon didn't. Nah, I wasn't, I wasn't upset about Ember. I mean, I wasn't it was upset. really, for me, it was really, it was, it was really Naya. Naya. It was really Naya for me. Because she was low-key. Even though Kenny Cross, Keith Lee, all of them were just on TV. Um, Naya was, like, on TV. And, and she had a storyline. And, and, you know, Kayfabe was hurt. But, um, you know, they, a lot of people in, in the media and a lot of people, um, 
just online IWC, they dogged the fuck out of Nia, bro. Like they talked bad about Nia for seven years, yo. And she endured a lot of that shit. And that was one of the reasons that that I was drawn to her in the character because she was a woman of color who was a bigger woman and was thriving, was at, at one point the top of the business in the women's division. And and like through all of that, yo, they dogged her, they talked about her so bad, they, you know, they mistreated her, they called her a bad worker. And you know, even when with, you know, they say she's injured, she hurts people. I say, yo, listen, you gotta understand. Naya's twice the size. No, Naya's twice the size of these women. So she's not picking up nobody her size and Samoa dropping. So when she comes with a Samoa drop and she slams somebody hard that's half her size, it's going to hurt. She's but not doing like People don't understand she's not doing it on purpose. They're making it seem like, yo, she's unsafe. She's not. She's doing it on purpose. Like, no, bro. She, she doesn't hurt people on purpose, bro. We got to stop. We got to stop with that narrative. Like, people are not, like. He didn't go, she wasn't Goldberg and nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she didn't kick nobody so hard that their career ended. It was just so, but so I was always intrigued with her character and uh, I always wanted to see her thrive in the WWE. I always rooted for her. And so that one, that hurt, that one hurt. I mean, I really think Nia's downfall started when, after WrestleMania, when she had to go get the knee surgeries. The double knee surgery because everything's done that's when you started seeing less and less of her when she did come back on because mm-hmm. her real storylines only came up until she got her fucking wrestlemania match and well you know what you know what really happened they when they put in the tag team with Shayna, and they were just like unstoppable for so long but that was um yeah, but that flound, that that kind of just floundered them. They really didn't have any competition on on the brand that really was just like on their level. Besides Tamina and Natalia, after, you know, after the fact. But, but my like there was still on the brand. Huh? Remember Tamina's still on the brand though. Yeah, know. she's trash. She is, she's injury prone. Yeah, she really is. She's injury prone. Like she she never stays. She's this is the longest I've seen her on, and I don't even see her on TV no more. And she got traded. So, well, she stayed, but wasn't even got traded. Neither one of them be on TV. Commander Aziz is still here. Let that sink in. Commander think, Aziz is still here. I think you should put Aziz and Apollo to NXT. Give them two different. I think you should put Aziz to NXT, but give him his Dabacado, uh, uh gimmick back. Yes. And let that, that shit was, grow. Let that shit grow. Cause Dabakato was, was on my fantasy draft. Yeah. When he was Dabakato, he was the man. Oh. I think I think they should do the same with Omas. Omas is my dude though. He's really shown out. They've given him a lot of screen time to kind of show out. You know though, I'm kind of glad though that he, if you're gonna be on a tag team with someone, he was with someone like AJ Styles because at least he was gonna show you the actual ropes. That way you can True. develop your own character. Sure. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him fight in the independent circuit, but he hasn't shown anything yet. Like that dude is mad for his size. He he's mad nimble. The thing with him is, is that he was really injury prone. That was his problem in the Indies. Who? Omas. You know who should also go back into the into NXT and see what he could do there. 
Reggie. Reggie should be on 205. Does 205 still exist? Yeah. Oh, it's just only on like Hulu or something now? It's on, no, nah, it's on uh, Peacock. Mm. But that's where he should be at. Like, they should stay down, stay there, build themselves up, and then come to the main roster because you see all these people running around with no no direction. But that twenty four seven championship is nothing if, if our truth don't have it. It's to really yeah. I have to be honest with you. That's why I'm not invested in it like I was before. Like I said, people got to put respect on 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 our truth, man. He held down world for six months off of a bullshit title. He had world. He had world jumping by itself. Like I watched world to watch our truth. I mean, and I like when he was with Carmelo. What do you what, what do you what do you got what do you guys really think these cuts what's going on with these cuts? What do you why do you think they're having? Why do you think they're making these cuts? I just um, I think it's wild that it happened at literally a day apart with Ring of Honor going bankrupt. So you think that you think one has something to do with the other? Well Ramon brought it up to me when we were talking the night of the cut. Um and either one could that mean I, it also means that with Ring of Honor down there's a whole bunch of wrestlers out for play. Right. You know? So I don't even want to say like the whole AEW get your checkbook ready type thing because it's not even the case. But the mere fact that uh, a wrestling staple is not doing too well in a business sense you have to unload your finances if you want to do something big, but I doubt they'll buy it, but buy the whole company. But at least they'll try to get some players out of it. I don't think I don't think that well, one has to do with the other. I, I I don't think they would have gotten rid of the the people that they got rid of just to get some to or buy a company. Yeah, but you got to remember they also recruited twelve people prior to the cut. It was like twelve or twenty six, something like that. Yeah. So if you already let go of, if you brought in 12 or 26, whatever the number was, you're going to have to let some go. Because like you were telling me off the thing, there's more TV time. They have to allocate it and use it wisely. Yeah. I mean, most of the people that they got rid of was on TV normally. Naya was on TV. There was, was, was really a lot of people. Not, But Naya, was, Naya hasn't been on TV in two months. Almost two months. Ember Moon? And if they felt Ember Moon, I haven't seen her on NXT like that. Karrion Cross hasn't been on TV as of late, last two, three weeks. Karrion Cross gimmick didn't work. Vince changed his gimmick up and it didn't work. Same with Keith Lee. Yeah, that's true. Gimmicks changed gimmicks change and, and they didn't work. And I don't and, and to be honest with you, the gimmicks they had, when you, you got rid of Scarlet, you gave you took Scarlet away from him and that ended him. Really, really, the Adam Cole promo ended him. The Adam Cole, when Adam Adam Cole and him had that little thing on NXT before Adam Cole left. That's what finished uh, carrying across. Adam yeah. Cole finished carrying across. He couldn't get over that. That shit was. I think that's one of the most viewed videos WWE has. Like he was, he, that was it. Um, and it never translated to anything on the main roster. Same with Keith Lee. 
I mean, although Keith Lee was going for he went for Intercontinental Championship, he kept coming up short. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know if the Ring of Honor shit. I don't know if the Ring of Honor shit has anything to do with it. I just I that would be a little too coincidental. They, they would they they would have had to been planning these cuts. They didn't wake up the next day and say, okay, these are who we're gonna cut. You know what I'm saying? They, these I, I think I, were fiscally this. I I I don't put it past them if that was the case. Because if you're taking more people, it's already reported from what not from where they got the the new recruits, mm. but the fact is it happened right after or right before. So right. I just feel like the timeline is too coincidental. Because no, like AEW had their own shit going on between Moxley going into rehab and then just trying to you know keep the brand actually moving. Yeah. That um. That it's just I don't know. It just seems too coincidental to me, like a conspiracy theory. I know. Listen, this is uh, you can't put can't put it past them. Might be it might be the case. But speaking of cuts. It's rumored that with Kevin Owens' contract expiring, he could be going to AEW to form the the the, the reinstated quote unquote Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I mean, look, I, I, one thing that people you know when they go to to this this whole thing about WWE and AEW, listen. Let any anybody who wants to go, they they have their right to be happy in their job, whatever it is they do. So that's number one. Let them go. What people don't realize is that the term ex WWE superstar holds weight, no matter where you go. So these dudes, they're gonna go places and they're gonna demand these these types of money because I made this a WWE and blah blah blah, and these companies are not gonna give it to them. There's only gonna be so much money. Tony Khan is gonna be able to throw at these wrestlers, these these former WWE wrestlers. He's literally gonna turn uh, uh, AEW into WWE in a few minutes. He's only he's re- he's really only a few cuts away, few cut wrestlers away from from it really being fucking w, uh, WWE uh, Raw. You know what I'm saying? Like that, he's really close to that. Or fucking W uh, two hundred five Live or a main event. He might have a a, a WWE main event type roster on his hand. You know, so it's weird. It's a weird thing, but it happens. Like people don't realize that this happens. Like I'll give you a perfect example. A lot of people who get fired from Home Depot when they lose their job or get fired from Home Depot, they go to Lowe's. Why wouldn't you? That's where your experience was. Your experience was in 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 the hardware store. So if I left Home Depot, I'm not gonna go to a mom and pop store. I'm gonna go to the next. I'm gonna go to the competitor. The competitor would be Lowe's. It, it happens daily. According to Bleacher Report, um, his lot his lack of luck in recent months is a telltale sign that WWE is preparing for the possibility of him leaving. Dean Ambrose has been booked the same way before he departed for AEW in 2019. So unless the company attempts to convince him to stay by giving him an aggressive push in the coming months. Don't expect the book his bookings to change too much. Who, Kevin Owens? Yeah. 
Um, he said he was booked like how Adam Cole was. No, Dean Ambrose. Could oh, you Dean Ambrose. Like, they, they nah, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. Nah, Dean. Before Dean Ambrose left, he was he that he was booked bad, bro. He didn't have no real fuse going on, yo. He was out there floundering. He was out there looking bad. He had the one. He had a. He had when he turned on on Seth again, and the niggas again. That was it. That was really it for him. But I mean, he he, he, but he wasn't really booked right after that. But you even how, even how they said goodbye to him, like at the end, like when he left, like his last his last match, his last day, they said goodbye to him was, it was weird, it was cringy. He, he was booked bad. Like I I don't I, I think Kevin Owens is is being booked good. He's, he's still being put in top few. Yeah, since the draft though, he hasn't won a match. Yeah, but he's on TV more. I see him on TV a lot more than I did before. It's it's not always about winning and losing. It's not because your shot. He Kevin Owens is another one that he'll get his shot. He doesn't need it. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't need the super push to the moon. He'll get. He's gonna get his shot. But if he's already told them that he's gonna leave, regardless, they're not gonna push it. Why would they? Like okay, we'll just yo, we'll use you as enhancement. Try to enhance some of these guys for us before you go. I I feel like, and we've I've talked about this because I love Kevin Owens as much as I love Stone Cold, because they're literally the reincarnation of Stone Cold. Everything you know when he leaves AEW, he's not gonna do the stutter no more, right? He can't legally. He can't. That doesn't mean he'll do it, but he'll do it, but they'll call it something else though. Yeah, no, of course. They won't be able to call it a stunner. But once again, this is like I said, this man has had so much potential and WWE really failed to capitalize on it. Um he this is the man that went on his first day, not even on his first day on the roster. He just came from NXT with title in hand, put it down, and fucking stunned the fuck out of John Cena and walked the fuck away. You mm-hmm. know, stamping a fucking legacy, like he fought John Cena. He fought. People gotta realize I'm. I can't talk right now. Um. He's fought Goldberg. He's fought Jericho. He's fought Sami Zayn, but no one cares because that's just his best friend. He's fought in Samoa Joe. All of these people, and he's still like he hasn't had a title since he had the. No, I'm lying. The Universal title wasn't the last title he held. He had the Intercontinental after that, right? Or the, I think it was... I, or U.S. Was it Intercontinental? It was one of those. It was a mid-card title. It was one of them. I don't remember if it was U.S. or Intercontinental. I'm just trying to think who he would have fought for it. Who he would have gotten it from. If he was on... It's probably U.S. He had it's probably U.S. No, because they've been doing uh, open. They've been doing open challenges with the U.S. title, so it hadn't been intercontinental. Because I think that I think with the U.S. now, it's like you got to do open challenges with the U.S. I think that's like the rule now. Like I don't, I haven't seen anybody who's held the U.S. title in the past uh, uh, year that hasn't done open challenges. So Kevin I mean, knows- Damian Priest don't do them no more, but he started it. He started to. He started with it. Kevin Owens has one Universal Championship run, 
two Intercontinental Championship runs, and three United States Championship runs. That's a good legacy, bro. He, he didn't have no tag team championship? No. Really? Him and Sami Zayn ain't win no champion? That's wild. They never did. They, they had the belt. Him and Jericho didn't win the championship? No. Because remember, Jericho and him Whoa. were doing that friend, the, the friendship, the best buddies type of storyline? Yeah, that shit was hard. That shit was dope. They didn't have the fucking championship? They didn't have tag team gold? That's wild. Uh, from what I've been hearing, um, him going to AEW is a done deal because they want to resurrect yeah. that whole uh, Mount Rushmore wrestling staple that they had, which was the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and him. So, I, 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 it sucks because, like you guys have been saying, like he's been really good in WWE and he's been actually, you know, doing his thing. They just book him the wrong way. Cause you, yo, that low key that Stone Cold type gimmick don't work no more like that, bro. Like, but that gimmick need- works for Stone. That works for Stone Cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. Like you'll never have another rock on the mic. Like you'll never like that that type of gimmick don't like you'll have like variations like how John Cena kind of did like you know his little variation of how the rock was when he was at the top of his game shit like like that's fine. But like that stone cold that actual like gimmick that feel you'll never get that. Like you can give him Stone Cold's whole moveset and it still it wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel right. I think everybody just expected that, especially once he started doing the stunning, that him was gonna he was gonna be uh 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 Stone Cold and and Seth Rollins was gonna be uh like Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Like like Yeah, but that's how it was supposed to be. With Roman kind of being the rock in a way. But but can you really say though Seth is more like Triple H? Absolutely. He does the he's doing he was doing the pedigree. Yeah, but not personality. Pedigree but, was his, no, I'm talking his, about personality. You, what? What do you mean? Man, no, I, not now. Like not now. Not no. now. What I'm talking but about. Like before before like Kingslayer, before the Kingslayer Seth absolutely. Yeah, no, that was dead. He was yeah. he was literally yeah, triple H's protege. But it didn't work though. It didn't work. That's why he had to change it. It didn't work. He couldn't be the next triple H because You'll never be able to get that Triple H. You'll never get that Triple H type pop, which is what they were looking for. Triple H is trying to pass the torch over the same way uh, John Cena passed it over to, to Roman Reigns in that way, and it just didn't work. Like, that shit doesn't, like, he's not going to be, even though he kind of is now, he'll, he'll never be the top heel in the way Triple H was, where Triple H was, like, with or without the title the top fucking dude, like nobody to fuck with. Like even, you know, Seth Rollins will never be that. You know what I'm saying? And that, and I think they tried to create that and they realized that. And that's why it's the same thing with Stone Cold, with, with Kevin Owens. It's like, yo, you can have the Stone Cold gimmick and the Stone, but you'll never recreate that Stone Cold. It doesn't work. That I, I that come out and stun everybody and leave shit, like that only works for Stone Cold. I only want to see Stone Cold do that. Now I wouldn't if he had his own finisher and he was doing his own shit and 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 he was doing that, it might work. But 
Everybody don't want to see. The, I don't want to see the stunner left Stone Cold was doing it. Nobody you. else. Nobody else did it. Nobody else did it when he was doing it. So nobody should do it after him. That was nobody's finisher until Stone Cold was doing it. Let me ask you a question. Because you brought up Seth Rollins. Who do you think Seth Rollins resembles now? Because I'm still mad that fucking Charlamagne said Biggie's reminding him of Lex Luger. So that's... Yeah, that shit is trash. He's wild. He, but you know from that that Charlamagne doesn't watch wrestling. He was just picking names out of his fucking ass. Um, I think Seth Rollins now is Seth Rollins. I don't think he's like anybody. I think he's created his own character. He has he has bits and pieces here. He's he's kind of like like you can see a little sprinkles of Macho Man, little sprinkles of Million Dollar Man, little sprinkles of you know some Triple H in there. Some you know, but as a whole that's he's seth rollins now like this his this character he'll never leave this guy he's gonna always come out with the wild suits now because that's the shit as long as he's a heel that shit gets over that niggas hate that shit he comes out with the ugliest suits and they're calling him the drip guy the ugliest suits and he's getting he's getting the suits over but that, that's, that's that's chris jericho type shit he gets us a, a different suit over every every week Chris Jericho was getting papers and and fucking scarves and shit. He was that shit was getting like that. He's becoming his own character. He's becoming who Seth. He's evolved into Seth Rollins, who Seth Rollins is, who he'll be remembered as. Same with Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch is is becoming Becky Lynch. She's not what WWE has made her. She's becoming into the character that she needs to be. And a lot of people don't get that in the WWE. You don't get that. You don't get that. Roman Reigns, same way. Roman Reigns will ne- if he ever goes face, it's over. It'd be done. He can never turn face again, ever. But he's become the character that he'll always be remembered from. Niggas won't remember. Don't think about the Shield. Niggas won't think about this character right here, the Tribal Chief. Then the Tribal Chief, it's over with. That's him. That's him for the rest. He may come. He's he's more like Triple H now than anybody else. Low key. Oh, you mean he'll this always, tribal chief? He'll, yes, he'll always have the tribal chief gimmick, but it'll always it'll evolve. He might become the tribal king. You know what I'm saying? He, he like, might evolve it. Acknowledge like Triple H went from what's it call it to to he went from uh uh the game to the king of kings. Then he's he, but he was still the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how it'll be. Roman Reigns is he's he's on fire and got his cousins with him on fire. Look what he did to King Woods. Look what he did to King Woods. Look at that. Even though King Woods got the win, so they both look strong. Nobody looks bad except for Jimmy Uso. But he lost by roll up, so not really. Oh man, I was so mad. I'm like, yo, he's gonna bend the knee. Nope. Uh, nope. Roman, you, I knew that wasn't gonna happen. Rome, if if Roman would have allowed him to bend his knee, that would have been the end of the bloodline. That'd been the end of the blood. That's your king. That's your chief. That's your tribal chief. 
You know what I'm saying? That would have been the end of it. He, wouldn't, he wasn't going to stand for that. He had to come. Predictable shit, but I mean, it was good. But I feel like that's going to lead something into Survivor Series. Absolutely. They were on the SmackDown team, I think. Yeah, because you got King. So King Woods is on Raw. No, on SmackDown. You got the, you got the pictures? You got the pictures? Put the pictures up of the team if you got them so we can see. Let's analyze these teams. So fucking happy Corbin. Get the fuck out of here. But here's my thing though. Like, let's take away this part of Survivor Series, right? The two tag team champions are supposed to match to go up head to head anyways. So you already have the New Day versus the oh, yeah. And you have fucking Roman. Well, New Reigns. Day's not champions. New what? Day's not tag champions. Yes, they are. Xavier Woods and 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 what's the name of the tag champions? And Bro, Kobe uh, Kingston. I'm lying, cause they're, they're on SmackDown, aren't they? Yeah, I was gonna say like no, on SmackDown. Champion. The only one that stayed uh, on. Uh, uh, what's him call it? Um, My bad. Who's who? So on Raw, the champions are who? Yeah, um, because um, what is it? Usos are Omos, the uh, Omos and, um, Omos and AJ, right? No, it's Riddle and... No, oh, Riddle, RK Bro, right, right, RK Bro, RK Bro. Mm-hmm. Right, they was fighting RK Bro, right, 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 right. So, but I feel there's like... No, there's no money in that match. That's a pre-show match. That's oh, yeah, a pre-show that's... match. There's no money in that match. Nobody but wants to see that shit. I feel like they're going to turn this into some storyline where it's going to be the three of them somehow versus the three... Big uh, uh 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 Big E's gonna have to he's Big E's gonna have to lose the title for that to happen. Or, or yeah, Big E would have to lose the title for that to happen. Yeah, he's not gonna come over. He's not gonna come over and have a feud with the title to help his brothers on a different show. It might be, maybe be a pay per view thing, just just for who the the actual big man. Unless uh, yeah, unless it was a pay, I, I, yeah, unless it was a pay per view, but. I don't like, even see that happening. Gonna be a storyline that's going to be on the on the show. Show they're going to do something, you know. Would, but then who? That means he would have to do two matches because you know they're going to they're going to defend the WWE champion every pay per view, the championship every pay per view. So I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. I, see I, I think that would be that would be a setup for Big E to lose. Because which match will he win? Is he going to win the title match? Or is he gonna win the tag team match? Because if he doesn't win the tag team matches, it was a waste to bring him on. Or he and could if, win and, both. But, it, but, it, but then he looks bad if he doesn't win, because like, and then he, he he's gonna, so he's gonna lose the WWE championship at the same time that he. So then what? What is that setup? A feud with him and, and his and his brothers? Like it's it's weird. He yeah. would have to lose the title. He would already the title would already have to be off of him in order for that to work. And the, and the new day would have to be back to they would have to be like back together. It's the only way that would work. Biggie's got enough going on without having to worry about his brothers on another show. It'd be one thing if they were on the same show, but to be on another show, you worried about oh, oh, watching them a whole week later. I gotta watch they back Monday and Friday. Like nah. So I don't see that happening. That's what we want to happen. That's what needs to happen, but that's not gonna happen. Not no time. That would be such an amazing feud. They gave big 
they gave Big E the championship at the right time, but at the wrong time because it they took away a lot of good feuds, but they gave him a lot of good feuds with him having the championship. So they want him to be a big uh, a single star. They would that's what they want him at. But he's already too ingrown in in the new day, and, and he'll never be. The only way that'll ever happen is if the new day breaks up. Somebody got to go here and, and just you know what I'm saying. And then we then we don't have the new day in our head anymore because now he's he's stuck with that new day kind of like thing on him that stigma of the new day but you know what though as a champion though having the new day type of attitude works for him though it does it, it does that that crazy that you know just him being himself that shit works that shit works you don't always like i think everybody thinks the champion is supposed to be the serious guy he's supposed to do this and do that and I think just having somebody that's just themselves and being themselves and not trying and not trying too hard to be something they're not is dope. It's dope. AW time. We got a little AW. So we got a whole AW segment because Mikey told me I had to watch Rampage. So let's go. No. I said you had to watch this promo. It was on Rampage. My Whoa. guy. Yo, my shout guy out from it. Uptown. Yo, my shout guy out from Uptown. Yonkers. My Yonkers. guy from Uptown. Uptown in the building. Came out with the cargo. The, the big black hoodie and the constructs. He meant business. He walked around. He talked animated. He showed. He showed everybody what it is to be a new yorker he was the quintessential new yorker like no you can't tell me he didn't impress you can't tell me cm punk was shaking his boots like yo is this nigga gonna rob me or what like yo he listen he told cm punk i don't care about winning and losing i just want to beat you up and after i beat you up take another seven years off yo Bro, listen. That, that I wasn't a believer. Bro. I wasn't a believe. I wasn't a believer bro. in AEW. I didn't think they had that in them. I didn't think they had that in them. I didn't think they was gonna let Eddie Kingston go off like that. I didn't think they had that. And now I'm a believer. I Eddie Kingston always been a fan of him. I I always I watched AEW for Jericho and for him. As only as what he has got me interested in watching AEW for sure, absolutely. If if that's how he's going to be, absolutely will watch. This is going to be a great feud for him. Great feud for CM Punk too. And you know, I actually looked up what the whole issue was from fifteen years ago. Well, they t- talked about it briefly, but what you got? You got some information. Let's tell the people what the. Who, who who haven't really been versed in what's been going on on AEW with them? So there was so back in the day, they, um, according to Sportskedia, you know this was happening during his tryout. Uh-huh. Um, let me pull this up. His tryout where WWE? Yes. This goes back to his tryout. On WWE. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why that even popped up. Yeah, I think the whole thing with the tryout was that uh, they, um, they Eddie Kingston was trying out and CM Punk was telling them that he felt that he had no potential or something like that, if I remember correctly. So, um, in a, 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 the Mad King stated trial didn't go well because he cut a rather unusual promo, which is not suited for WWE standards. He said on, a, on Inside the Ropes, I thought I was fine. I was just me. This is the performance center. Jimmy Jacobs hooked, hooked me up for it. For me, that trial was more for the May Young Classic because it was the biggest class they had for females. I was like, I get it. This is for females. I'm going to go and have fun. They had someone filming there, and the WWE referee, Drake Younger, grabbed me out of nowhere and was like, King, tell him how hard this drill is. King, Kingston then went on to talk about how some of the WWE writers were confused by this promo, which he knew was the final nail in the coffin. It was some dumb drill. I was like, yeah, it was hard. I've had people shoot me, try to stab me with knives, and God, I hate this drill more than that. Put the camera down and everyone's looking at me like I, I'm nuts because I said guns and knives. I said what? Okay, it's hard. What do you want me to say? I remember I was doing the promo class and I said where I come from. They believe in Tupac more than Santa Claus and I saw two writers have this confused look on their faces when I said it. And I went, oh yeah, I'm done. Just let me have my match and I'll leave. I mean... And then wait for it. One thing about Eddie Kingston is he's got to understand that that kind of shit is not going to fly in the E. But it was probably a dope promo. Look at the anger in his eyes. Yo, he, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. There was some real heat there. There was they some really real don't heat. fuck with each other. But this is there why. There was some I real heat, bro. Like, that's nah, I wouldn't be like, surprised either. There was some personal, it was, there was some, like, you can tell that this was some personal shit. Kind of like the, the Rocket and, 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 and John Cena when they first fought, before them niggas was cool. Like, there was some personal, not, not comparing the, you know, the two as far as, like, promos or whatever wise, but just the animosity that you felt, yo, that, yo, he walked up and down in that ring, bro, got in CM Punk's face for, like, two seconds, turned around, went back, yo, on some real New York shit. Or like you could tell, like that's not fake. You can't fake that. You can't like that shit. You can't unless you're from New York. You can't act that out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some real shit. We'll make you think you don't never. You don't never watch a movie in New York and see people act like that for real. For real. Like they don't. They don't know about that. They're walking back and forth and animated with your hands. And, you know, just why yo? It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. He the living fuck out of him. No, him. Smack him. Smack the taste out of him. He smacked him. First he said he was going to do it. That headbutt, though. So first it started with but the that's headbutt. What, that's, I, I knew that's what he was going to do. I knew that. I saw that. He said he was going to headbutt the fuck out of him. When you saw how close they were, yeah, you were going to expect something like that. Because if you're already yay close, what are you going to do? You hit him in right. the nuts or hit him in the head first? The head right. comes first. Because they always, right. I was told, so I haven't, my ex-boyfriend told me one thing, right? And it's like your focal points when you get, right, so you, this, the nose hurts the most, and yes. stomach, uh, and then under the knee. 
He taught you well. You know, so that's what I'm just like, well, yeah, I had to, I lived in Yonkers for a while. You, you turn to have to know that shit. No, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised either if some of that anger came with CM Punk coming out on deck talking about John Moxley because Kingston and Moxley are actually boys in real life. And from what yeah. I've been reading and some of the rumors in the back, he doesn't like how AEW kind of put it out there that he went into rehab. So I wouldn't be yeah, surprised but, if that's but, a, you, but like you know, that's a little bit of a so motivation weird. for him too. I thought it was so weird though. What that, that, they, you, that they put it out that they put it out, but you know the what? Though, they did. So I understand it on a PR perspective. No, I get PR wise. I get it. I get why they did it. It was just weird how they did it. What with the tweet? Yeah, it was the, even the, how the tweet was worded was weird because they so have to know, so. Here's the thing, right? If we go, the tweet talks about how he was given permission. And it's true because in the end of the day, kind of paparazzi just found him, like checking in for an example, because you know they follow everyone. Just depending on how much the star quality is or not, it doesn't matter. They'll still get followed by so many people. So imagine now, the night you're checking into rehab, I'd rather go tell my boy, or, or my boss at this sense, hey, do this for me. I give you the permission because how how else would you get above it? He made issued a statement on the Twitter, but then he also issued a press release later on. You know, right. he wanted to make sure that the fans were informed first, and I, I personally respect it as opposed to him going the normal way and doing the press conference, because what the fuck is that going to do? Like, it's just generic. He wants to make sure that the fans, because it is a company for the fans. Right. And, you know, it goes back to, if let's say, like, bro, fucking Midas and, and um, Blazing Lion went on it. They are literally allow independent wrestlers to come in, so it's literally a show for the fans by the fans. They were on. They were on AEW. Matter of fact, now that I think about it, they were on Dark like a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago. Yeah. So I don't see nothing weird about it. I I just think it was long overdue that he went into rehab. Well, everybody said, "Yo, you can look and tell that he was an alcoholic," which is not not too far out of the question. I I definitely seen it. Um, I'm glad that he's getting the help that he needs. I'm glad that he like, recognized it, especially for his wife and his his little baby girl. You know what I'm saying? Like that's important. Like I read, I I'm halfway through his book. Um, you got it. You bought it. I went. I bought it on my iPad. How much was it? Fourteen. It's good. Did you know him and Brody Lee were actually very close? Yes, I did. Oh, That's okay. not Jericho's new book, and I haven't read it yet. Even though it's not really nothing to read, but I'm gonna take that from I'm gonna take that from fucking Janelle's house. <laughs> it's autographed and shit, so that's why I just left it there. It's like been in the box, <laughs> you know. But I don't see nothing wrong with him. I did, and I don't see nothing wrong with CM Punk saying what he said for him. 
whether whether Eddie Kingston had a friendship with John Moxley or not, I'm pretty sure that that promo that was cut for John Moxley was definitely not malicious. No, what I'm saying is, is I don't see like I, like you said, I don't see anything wrong with it either. I just think that the way you know, if it was me and I was in Kingston's shoes, like I would want Moxley to have his privacy, and I think that's where he's taking an issue with it, where it's right, becoming right, right, right. something that's way too public. And right. like you guys were saying, like you know. And this being so public, how do we know that we're not going to have people going over there trying to have a sneak peek while he's doing his rehab and everything like that? Like, I think he just wants people to leave him alone and let him do his thing so he could get better. And I think that's where if I was Kingston and that really is the case, that's where I see the that's where I would see the issue. But that it's just becoming way too of a public thing to really, you know, like. In his, I, if it was like I said, if it was me, I would just be like that. It's, you know, it's my, it's his business, and whoever he wants to let known be their business as well, not everybody's business, like how it is now. Right. No, I, I, I get you. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I just it makes for, it makes for great television. It, that's at the end of the day, or it just, it really does, though. And um, I like that. It's like. It's like Matt, Matt and fucking Edge all over again, yo. Like just that realness, realism of like real life shit going on and just making it a storyline. Cause at first we were like, yo, why Eddie Kingston jump on fucking <laughs> CM Punk like that backstage last week? We, me and Janelle was confused as fuck. Like what the fuck are you not? But we was like, oh, that's a good match. We was like, yo, that'd be good. So when they came out this week and they started talking, like I had watched it yesterday and i was like yo i got i don't know if janelle saw this i gotta send this shit to her so i sent it and she was like yo i'm so glad you sent this because i wanted to watch it I, I didn't see it and yo we just sat she sat back she hit me back she was like yo that shit was wild i was like yeah i'm telling you these niggas went the fuck off but that's what they needed aw don't have i don't they don't have no stories every no they don't have no there's nothing built up to nothing but see See, you know how that's your complaint, though, about AEW? But you see AEW is now doing what they need to do to make that story happen, though. AEW right. gives you the free range to cut whatever motherfucking promo you want. Shit, Moxie dropped it to the world that he was having a baby on fucking AEW in a promo. Yeah. yeah. You know? So that's the advantage that they have over fucking WWE is that they Well, their, promo, their promos are not scripted on AEW. They let them kind of go off and... and build the story on their own and that's you know what I'm saying? and that's definitely better than just having someone else write it for you that's the difference between sports entertainment and professional wrestling all right now aw defender go i fuck with aw i i, I don't want to just be like a, i hate aw it just the product was never for me so now it kind of is now i kind of like it you know, I really thought we were going to get this long, drawn-out battle over the AEW debate, but now that you actually like it, it's not fun no more. <laughs> I mean, it's still not... Listen, you, it's, you, not what every, it's not what everybody's making it out to be. Let's not get crazy. But I see... I now am, after two and a half, almost three years, I'm starting to see the potential of what it can be. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, my my whole thing with AEW is that the reason I'm enjoying it so much is because it seems that they they're letting the stars have creative control over what they do, mm-hmm. and l- instead of it all being scripted by like a main creative team and then everybody has to follow suit, like everybody seems to just be able to have their input into it and you know they just let them rock. That's what I'm feeling about AEW. The, yeah, like no, you said, I definitely. You know, me being on the opposite side doesn't mean I don't like WWE. I enjoy WWE right. a whole lot. Is that right. it's just two different? How how's the best way I could say? It? It's two different types of pieces of pie, you could say, in a sense. One is apples, one is cherries. They're both good. It's just that they both have their. I give you. I give you the perfect. I give you the perfect example. I give you a perfect example. One is Team Titans. And the other is Teen Titans Go. Both okay. of the shows are great fucking shows. Both of them are great fucking shows. But one is geared for one audience, and one is geared for another audience. But both are good. Yo, I thought I was going to hate Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is fucking hilarious. If you never watched Teen Titans Go, just off of the fact that it looks weird, yo, watch that shit. That shit is hilarious. But it's not... For me, who likes more realism and, and shit like that, like being a fan of like like shows like Teen Titans and Young Justice and Batman, those types of shit, Teen Titans Go is not geared for me. It's not tailored for me. It's not. It wasn't made for me. So it's the same way WWE and AEW. AEW is actually more tailored to me because of the type of wrestling that I do like. But WWE, I just enjoy more. I just enjoy it more. It, but it, WWE is not tailored for me. WWE is tailored for kids. Okay. No, and like I said, like I, like I feel you. Like, like, to me, it's more that I guess, you know, AEW is like the fresh new thing in a sense. And plus, if right. you really look at it, the style of, of wrestling that you see in AEW isn't what you see in WWE either. Like in AEW, right. you see more high fi- flying, you see more hardcore matches, right. which is something that WWE used to stray WWE. away from. Back, right. um, the WWE strayed away from that they used to do a lot back in the day. And I think that's mm-hmm. where the appeal for AEW tends to come from that it goes back to some of that old school mentality that WWE used to have. And, in, right. you know, there's, there's moves now that you see in AEW that WWE is just now starting to incorporate into a lot of their matches as well. Right. So they, well, I they, think they, that's you know, where w, the appeal w, for AEW is coming in. They WWE banned a lot of moves. And so they really kind of just like now bring shit back. They banned a lot of shit. The fucking curb stop gets banned on and off. <laughs> Let somebody get a concussion from, from the fucking curb stop. That shit will be gone for three years, four years. You won't see that shit come back. Or the punt. Randy Orton punting niggas. Only time you see Randy Orton punt people is when he's healed. When he's facing, he don't do it. He, he don't do it. But when when he injures somebody, somebody gets hurt, you don't see that shit no more. Okay. Our last topic for today, guys, because I don't want to sound rude and skip over it, because we do have Survivor Series approaching. Okay. Um, this is the first time that we didn't have to wait endless weeks to find out who was the full team. 
Right. They didn't go day by day and have like Survivor Series tryouts and shit. That's another that's weird. They didn't do that. I can't fucking stand Happy Corbin. But you gotta oh and, like first of all, they promoted Survivor Series, but that shit like literally in two weeks. And right. that was the bad part about these fucking pay-per-views being so Survivor cool. Series is a is now a gimmick pay-per-view. <laughs> for real, for real. It's really like, it's no the, longer it's out of the big four, it's the worst one. And it hasn't been good for it has not been good since they did the Survivor series with NXT. In my yeah, and they've been they've been no, I, I have a feeling we're gonna I have a feeling we're gonna see that. I have a feeling we're gonna see that. We they have I have to a feeling we're gonna see that this year. I have a feeling we're gonna see that this year. There's not enough there's not enough matches to go a whole show. There's not enough matches out to go a whole show. But let's look at the teams, because I know you don't like Happy Corbin. I fucking can't stand Happy Corbin. How do we feel about this? fucking match? stand him. So, aside from Happy You got King Woods. But you know what? It's crazy, because if you look at this team, think of the potential feuds just for, for fucking Woods. Yeah, just for Woods. His crown. Right. I already see him and Corbin are going to fight. Of course, him and Sammy are going to end up fighting. I can see uh, a feud with, with Jeff. I, I mean, McIntyre, you know, he's he's a tear above at this point. So he, you probably won't get a feud with him. But, I mean, that would be it would be good. I can't fucking stand Drew McIntyre either. And in all honesty... I can't stand anybody in this picture except for fucking Woods. Low key, they're all fucking trash. Uh, Sami Zayn's good. I, I'm not gonna hold you up. So I, I, Sami Zayn's a good, I, good. I, mean, I don't like the gimmick. I don't but like. I like, I like right his now. in big. His his in ring ability is crazy. They just make him. Everybody else is. Everybody else is trash. This is this team is trash. All right, so let's go to Raw. My man, Kevin Owens. Look at the feuds in this shit right here, bro. First Look of all, at the feuds I'm, in this shit, bro. You got Kevin with Seth. Seth with Finn. Seth with Mysterio. You could put fucking Kevin with Finn and Kevin with Dominic. Cause that I don't wow. This is I don't I don't see. How, wait, how many? Uh, you know, you only got one heel on the team. Yeah, only Seth mm. is on heel. I wonder if he. I wonder if he'll he'll Personally, fuck how, something up. How come I have a feeling that Kevin Owens is going to be the first one eliminated? I just have that feeling, just because of the whole thing with his contract. That would, be, that would suck. That would suck, but I have a feeling if it, if that's the case, it's. I really feel like it's either going to be Dominic because he's still not under contract, right? Dominic is under contract. Uh, not Dominic Mysterio. I don't know if Ray is still is not on the contract. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't imagine him wrestling this long and not being just getting paid. I would just wrestle and get paid if that was an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I I know Finn's not. I Finn is gonna be like one of the last ones eliminated for some reason. Yeah. Like, I look you see Seth getting eliminated really first. 
Who's going to be last? <coughs> I think it's going to be Dominic. Yeah, they're going to probably push him. I think it's going to be Dominic. They're going to make Dominic look kind of big. They're going to try to make him look strong. Is that tattoo photoshopped? Which one? His? Uh, yeah. Dominic's? Look at it. It doesn't look real. No, that's he, that's his real tattoo. I always thought it was a weird looking tattoo, but that's his, that's his actual tattoo. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's his real shit. All right, off to the women's. Yo, the women's ones look dope, though. Not going to hold you. But look, you got Shotzi and fucking, uh, uh, um, uh, what's her name on the same team? And uh, 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 Sasha. Yeah, Sachi, Sachi. You got Shayna. That's a girl, Shotzi. I, you know she. I gotta watch. I gotta watch her. I didn't. I don't know. I. I'm not. You know me. I'm not a fan of gimmicks like that. But she impressed me. Uh, um, when she jumped on on Sasha. I fucking. I was impressed. I fucking. Yeah, I was impressed. I didn't like. Like I said last week, I wasn't a fan of the turn, the the the, the double turn, but. I definitely it, it, if if that was the outcome of it, then I'm I'm okay with it. That outcome of of her becoming a heel and and, and shit like that, then I'll, I'm for that at Sasha's expense. Absolutely. Who this chick next to Natalia? That's one of the new recruits, right? Who's that? No one next to Natalia. I don't know who the fuck that is. What's that? Be what's that? Low key be somebody that we know, and it just it's just a crazy ass picture. Yeah, because it looks bad. I can't even tell. I don't know who that is. But Loki doesn't that doesn't look like Shotzi either, so <laughs> Loki. And here comes Raw. They finally giving my girl Liv Morgan some shine. I don't know. I'm it's wild that, that what's her name is not on there though. Better. Who's what's her name? Uh, 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 Nikki A.S.H. I, I, I think, honestly, that's fine. I really feel like outside of the tag team department, they don't know what they want to do with her. I don't like the fucking gimmick. In in the end of the day, she's not, in my opinion, she's not Survivor Series material. Listen, let me tell you something right now. That fucking A.S.H. gimmick, and I, I'm, I'm going to leave off with this, because I, 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 this is going to piss me off. That ASH gimmick ceased to exist when she fucking cashed in that money in the bank and won that title. How you almost a superhero afterwards, bro? You don't won the, the highest title that you can get. How you almost so after that I checked out on I checked out on the um on the gimmick. I checked out on the gimmick. But look I, at I get it's for kids and shit, like I get it. But I checked out on that shit. That shit was that nah, I can't do that. I can't, I can't fuck with that. But Mikey, let's go back to this though. First of all, uh-huh. they need to stop giving Carmella chances because that mask is too weird. It creeps me out. People like it though. People like it. These if people want to fuck with it, they would have got rid of it already. Carmella and Zelina. Zelina only got it because she got Queen of the Rings. But Zelina, Zelina. She's good though. Well, she's I'm not good, gonna. But we not. I don't want to dis. I don't want to discredit her. She deserves. She deserves to be on the team. 
I don't want to discredit her for that. She deserves it. She 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 she's she's a pretty dope wrestler. She's she's got a good she's she's very talented. I'm not gonna say that. I, I got she's, she's small. I just want her to I, I they're giving her the chance to prove herself. So I, I just they just hold off on the on the the Selena slander for now. I, I I'm I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. Can we go I I take Carmella out? I would take Carmella out before I took her out. Oh no, that's what I was gonna say. Carmella should not be in this picture. I low-key would take I low-key would take Bianca out before I took out Zelina, to be honest with you. Bianca don't really need to be in it. Oh no, they're probably gonna make her the captain. they yeah, they put her in there just to give it that that star power, but she don't need to be in no survivor series match. But there's nobody in this match. there's nobody in this match that she's feuding with. It's just like they put random chicks together. They did put random chicks there's together. There's no there's no there's no real drama in this match. Well, I guess between Zelina and, and Carmelo, maybe. I mean, not really, because they act more as friends. Yeah, but there's been there's been small little little amounts the of only feud that I think it's gonna blow over. There's only, there's only one feud in this right now. And that's cause SmackDown, these two idiots, Carmella and and the Queen decided to talk about Rhea Ripley. And Nikki Ash, that feud is actually starting currently. I don't know. Oh right, right, right. That was the feud too. So like, like, right. So what? So so Nikki, so Nikki Ash might be hurt. She might just need some time off. Cause where Liv Morgan come from? You hear what I'm saying? But Liv Morgan's also been trying to prove herself too, and she's one of the people that's been expected to actually be happen to have to prove themselves at this point. But where has she been? You see what I'm saying? Like yo, I get it. But I don't get it. Like I don't get where where they plucked her from to say she's she's good to be in the Survivor Series match over Nikki Ash. Wait, so so the women are not fighting the tag titles? Oh, the tag titles are on both both pay per views. The women's shit. There's only one tag title for them. It's not a SmackDown in the world. Yeah. Okay. And there's no female tag. Tag division, so we can't even say that. Right. We barely have a men's tag division right now. They're gonna end up. They're gonna end up having to get rid of those titles. They're gonna en- end up unifying titles and shit. Yeah. That two. That title. Them title. Them tag titles. Separate tag titles on brands and shit. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot. But once they realize that separating the brands is not the way to go, then things can progress. But Vince is. Yeah. Vince is a listener. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's just about that time, though. What are our closing? Mm. What have we learned today? Hi, Mikey. We've learned that uh, wrestling is getting real dope. Only in 2021. In the middle of a pandemic. I'll give you a snack. Give me a minute. Sure. Mr. Muffin Man, what have we learned today? What have we learned today? Um, there's, there's just a lot of stuff going on that's just really interesting. Like, especially with the whole cuts and then and then how the Survivor Series is being set up and everything like that. It's just gonna, to me, it just feels like it's an interesting time right now. I need to 
what I learned is they need a three-way Survivor Series and have an extra. That's what she said. That's Whoa. what she said. Whoa. That is what she said. Whoa. Don't get your hopes up. Whoa. Oh. So, guys, where can they find you? Muffin Man, you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Um, You can find me on Muffin Man Pictures on Instagram and on TikTok. Mikey? Y'all can find me everywhere, underscore Hill Classic, everywhere. And on also on TikTok, you can follow um the Grandma Jerk as well, TikTok and IG as well. And you can follow us everywhere at Rawzone NYC, www.rawzonenyc.com. <coughs> more blogs, more episodes from us, and we're going to have a few announcements coming soon. And this is it. We are out.